Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friends. Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast. And today we're going to talk about acne. What does your acne your breakout markers tell you about your internal health because we often consider acne as basically a topical issue of the skin. Many things are advertised saying that if you cleanse the skin and you get rid of the impurities within that area that you'll get rid of acne. Now, I am not arguing against that. I think topical cleansing, cleansing the skin at the site of acne is very much needed because of the buildup of certain bacteria or the clogging of pores. In this podcast, I want to tell all of you who are basically burdened with acne that there is also the internal aspect of acne. I want us to talk about the patterns of acne, where acne is on your body, and give you a general explanation of what organs could be in the process of not only being toxic or infected, but also if it's in the healing phase of the natural metabolism of that organ. So we want to talk about that activity of patterns and then what are some of the things that I see help with the resolution or the help with acne in a person who suffers from cysts, hard acne boils, regular breakouts, seasonal breakouts. I see this quite often in the office. Thankfully, we've seen really good results with using Chinese medicine herbs, but also doing good emotional work on the individual to help with what we call attack conflicts or the soiled conflict. So let's first start off with the patterns. I want to explain to you guys that in Chinese medicine, remember there are small pathways, small, there are lengthy pathways basically in the body known as meridians. And the meridians, as you can see on the Chinese medicine doll that I use here, these are like lines on a map. It's like a grid. So as a review, in our bodies we have 12 main meridians. 12 main highways of energy. Now, these highways are basically on both sides of the body. So you can have, let's say, a kidney meridian. It can be on the left side and on the right side. There is only two major meridians that are basically in the middle. It's called the conception vessel and the governing vessel. They run basically up the midline and also up the back. Now, we have those two, but the main ones we want to focus in on are the ones that basically run on both sides because when you start to see where your acne patterns are, you can get a relative explanation about where your organs or where your meridians are leading to. So you have these main meridians on both sides of the body. And the meridians act as highways of energy. So if I am going to give you an explanation, let's say the kidney meridian, which kidney one point, the first point on the kidney meridian is on the bottom of the foot, near the ball of the foot. That's why grounding is so important. You get a lot of the negative ions from the earth up to the kidney meridian, kidney one. And that passes up the inside of the leg all the way up through the knee, through the, near the pubic bone, and makes its way up and it enters into the area around the kidney. And it pushes past the kidney and that electrical pathway goes all the way up to this kidney 27 point, which is up near the collarbone, right where the collarbone meets the sternum called kidney 27. All along the way, 
for this one meridian, it is energizing the internal muscles of the shin bone, the muscles known as the adductors on the inside of the thigh, the hip flexor. It's energizing the blood flow to the bladder, to the scrotum, to the ovaries, to the male and female reproductive organs. It's going through the kidneys to energize the kidneys and then makes its way up to energize the heart. Now, the meridian, for example, the kidney, the electrical flow majorly encompasses that meridian two hours of every day. And those are shown on the Chinese meridian clock. And so when we look here, and I know you can't see this right from where you're at, but on the Chinese meridian clock, the kidney energy is majorly flowing through the kidney from 5 to 7 p.m. So what we're saying is two hours out of every day, two hour increments, 5 to 7 p.m., the electricity is slowly flowing up this kidney meridian, up the inside of the leg, traveling only a couple of inches every few minutes. Some say that it's even as slow as going two to three inches every 25 to 30 minutes. The electrical signals are moving very slow so it can energize everything along the way. Blood vessels, lymph vessels, organ motility. So 5 to 7 p.m. is when you need to nourish the kidneys because as the energy is flowing to the kidneys, the kidneys want that energy to be what? Healing, to resolve any conditions within the kidneys. So your body is saying, okay, kidneys are like, I want this energy right now. During this time, this is my time. Nobody else's time, not the gallbladders, not the liver, not the heart. This is kidney time. So this pathway is really being just inoculated with good chi and good blood flow all along this pathway. And what does that mean for acne? Well, if you understand the pathway that the meridian is going through, literally through the ball of the feet, through the inside of the legs, even up to the chest, Studying the pathway, if there's ever a block in that kidney meridian, if there's ever a time where there is literally, say, something in the kidney or bladder where it makes the energy stick or basically become stagnated around that infection site, or if there's a kidney stone, the energy is sitting there camping out because the body's saying, I need energy for my kidney to heal it. And that could essentially cause chi stagnation. And that pre prevents the chi from going all the way back up to the heart. When this blocks occurs, or this block occurs, it can prevent it from flowing over into the pericardium, which is a heart muscle. Does that make sense? So it blocks it from going into the heart meridian. When this occurs, it could cause acne breakouts along the area of the kidney meridian, all along the pathway. It also could create acne points on the areas of the face that correlate with the kidney because we call it facial mapping. The kidneys in Chinese medicine have much to do with the areas underneath the eyes and even the chin. The chin is almost a representative of the pubic bone. So you have the areas underneath the eyes when they get dark and they have bags underneath them, that is a clear signal that the kidneys are basically fatigued, tired, or imbalanced. Dark circles under the eyes. If you ever have breakouts on the edges of the hairline, a little above the temples, even from the eyebrow up to the hairline. Here on this outer half of the forehead, that's the bladder. So the kidney and bladder are paired meridians. You will find acne breakouts 
along this area up on the hairline or areas leading to the eyebrow because the kidney and the bladder are synonymous. One's a yin organ, the solid kidney, and one's a yang organ, the empty bladder. So you could have acne breakouts along the pathway of the kidney on the inside of the leg. You definitely can. Or even have breakouts of acne or rashes around the genital area. You even could have acne along the chest bone. But the major ones you're probably going to notice are the acne breakouts around the chin because this is associated with the reproductive area, the kidneys, and the bladder in Chinese medicine. It could be up here on those hairline areas and you can have dark circles underneath the eyes. So as we look at this, we want to make sure that when you look at your acne and there's a recurring acne infection, look at the pattern. Where is it at? So your acne can tell you a lot. We're going to go over body acne. But let's say that you had acne breakout right here between the eyes, right between the eyebrows. That would tell me the liver. If you have lines, like I have think lines across the forehead and there's pimples or breakouts or cysts, that would tell me that the small intestine is fatigued and weak and has some form of inflammation or maybe a hidden infection. Now, the reason like I point out the small intestine was when I was in high school, I used to have quite a bit of breakouts around the chin, around my temples, and right here in the middle of the forehead. Now, we're going to go through these steps, but I'm going to tell you why by explaining the points. If I'd have known this, I'd know which organs to clean out, and it's showing now in my latter life about which organs have been showing problems all along. And my acne at a young age told me if I could have just, you know, noticed it, it would have told me which organs I needed to clean to help me further in the rest of my life. So when you're a kid, did you have those breakouts? So we have the liver, the small intestine. Breakouts around the eyebrows could be the adrenal glands, known as the triple warmer area. Temple breakouts are usually going to be associated with the gallbladder or the spleen. Dark circles underneath the eyes are going to be the kidneys. Pimples right underneath those dark circles or right, right here, the upper cheek is usually the stomach area. You could have infections or imbalance in the stomach. Around the middle of the cheek or the upper cheek, you're talking about the lungs. There could be something in the lungs causing the breakout. The lower cheek, usually the large intestine. The corners of the nose leading down to that little line that goes around the mouth, large intestine, colon. Any breakouts around the mouth is usually the spleen or the stomach. The opening of the mouth is associated with the spleen or stomach. Breakouts around the corners of the mouth, duodenum, lower stomach, first part of the small intestine. Breakouts around the chin, going to be the reproductive, the bladder, or the kidneys, because that's literally associated with the pubic bone area, the chin. When we have breakouts at the cheeks where you can find at the, even at the upper cheeks, we do have some lung, but if you find that you have breakouts here at the outer edge, right in that cheekbone, right here, and it goes back towards the ear, that's small intestine. Any breakouts around the lower area right here could be associated with tonsils being affected, but mostly what I see, whenever you have any breakouts on the bottom of the chin, most people think it's infested hairs. It could be, but it's usually associated with stomach and large intestine because the stomach meridian runs right below the eye all the way down the chin through the neck and down the body. The large intestine almost has the same route but it's just a little bit to the side of the small intestine or the stomach. So when you ever have breakouts here in the throat, I always can presume that it's going to be the large intestine or the stomach having an infection. Any breakouts on the back of the neck right here, 
behind the ear as it leads down to the shoulders. Most nine times out of 10, I'm always thinking gallbladder or small intestine on the back edge or side of the neck. So we have these areas that it could show that the organs are imbalanced or infected with an old chronic infection and that the body's trying to heal these things, trying to get these things out of the organ, but it causes a backup of energy from the block of the acupuncture meridian back, right? Like a dam in the road, because there could be congested energy that's not flowing through the block and anything downstream is getting deficient energy. So we look at what we call the body meridian clock. And I'm going to send this over with the podcast so you can look at it in the show notes. When we have the paired meridian clock, you'll see that certain times of the day, those two-hour windows, one organ's getting really energized, and then it passes the energy on to the next organ, and the next organ gets basically a, a big dose of energy and so forth for 24 hours a day, every single day of your life. This movement is going around the body on each side. It's a whole cycle of energy highways on one side of the body, and it's happening on the other side. So as we see any type of condition pull up, you have to look back in your history. I use myself as an example. When I had breakouts on my chins, I used to get certain areas that I felt that always had the same area always have a pimple come up on my chin. Did you have that? Literally every time I would look in the mirror, I would go, oh, I can feel it coming up. I know something's coming here. I can feel it. And it's right around the area that I had the problem. Well, back in the day, I always make fun of myself or pick at myself about eating too much sugar. I ate all the little Debbies and all the cupcakes and I had Coca-Cola. And that basically went to organs that were naturally weak from my genetics. For instance, in my family line, on my mom's side, there's a lot of kidney imbalance. Kidney having to do with fear. My mom's side had to go through lots of fears in their, in their past. My mom experienced a lot of that in her childhood. So what did it do? It caused her kidneys to grow in response to the stress. It tried to get stronger to the stress. And so the kidneys were trying to build up to handle the fear, to handle the fight or flight. And the body would be requiring more water. I need more water, but I'm not peeing as much, even though I'm drinking all this water. So if you set up that stage in my life, that genetic material was passed on to my mom. And my mom had the problem with kidney problems, kidney infections. And when that genetic info is passed to me, I may not express myself having lots of kidney infections or UTIs as a young man. However, it could gain me weaker kidneys or more imbalanced. And so... You have these areas where you can have infections not necessarily attacking the area, but the body realizes that it needs to do what? It needs to heal that kidney. It needs to heal the bladder. So with this, I'm eating all the sugars. I'm eating all the candy. I already have genetically weak kidneys. It's probably causing a weakness down the ureters, down to the bladder. And so when this is occurring, all this weakness, I get to be, have a buildup of microbes within the actual organ. There's two routes we can think of, everybody. You could have the fear that was passed down from my mom's line. There's fear passed down to me through the kidneys. As this fear is building up, 
the kidneys can grow in response to the fear from the fight or flight. When the kidneys get too big, my body starts to mature. It starts to age. I start to recognize the fear. I understand what's happening in my life. The body wants to do what? It wants to get rid of the excess cells. It wants to clean house. So in one aspect, the body wants certain infections or certain microbes to be there to help clean out excessive kidney tissue and toxins. On the other hand, you could have infections that normally get peed out of the body get trapped in the kidneys. So you have a two-way street. This could set up the arena where, yes, you have your body trying to clean out with microbes, but also foreign invaders from what we eat or drink getting trapped in the kidneys because they can't get flushed quick enough. Then I eat a lot of you know sugars and such, and it just feeds the microbes where they grow and they proliferate. They just keep growing. This will create toxicity in the kidney. This creates warm urine, colored urine, dehydration, and that whole thing is going on internally, which I never recognized. I didn't even notice. I didn't realize how much fear was in my body because why? Still developing. I have all the stem cells in the world to help me fight this problem. But my skin told me the story. My skin, the area around my chin, the kidney infection was presenting itself with cyst and pimples around the chin area. This was happening when I was young. What would have this, what should have this told me? It would have told me that, yes, I have some imbalance in microbes in my kidney. And if I researched it enough, which I wouldn't do when I'm a young guy, you know, in my early teens, but it would tell me that there's kidney imbalance and fears in my family that I need to work emotionally on my fears. I need to work past that. When you have fears or when you have emotional imbalance within the body, that can stay, set the stage for programming in the brain, right? And that programming in the brain is often associated with an organ. When an, and a program, whether it's a negative program, is running all the time, it not only creates a disturbance in the brain, but a weakness in the organ that's associated with it. So that's what I could have learned in the past. When you start to look at the patterns of acne and you listen back to the podcast and say, oh, this is what was occurring in my body when I was young. When the emotions come up, like the fear, when there is some, uh, like let's say it's the, um, the liver and the liver patterns right between the eyes and you say, yes, I get pimples right between my eyebrows. What's happening within the liver? Can it be associated with anger and frustration and resentment, which are the emotions of the liver? Yes, I had a very angry childhood. I had a very resentful parent. I had times with my, my siblings where we didn't get along. We always fought. Can that present itself into the actual area of the skin? Yes. According to German New Medicine, they say that whenever we go through a conflict, that acne and pustules are often related to what we call an attack conflict or a soiled conflict. And what that means is in teenage years or even preteen, you can have many attacks by other kids in school. You could have harsh words. You could have abusive bullying. You could have had times in school where you felt like, I've had too many things come at me, too many attacks. Maybe there was trauma at home or bad events that occurred. Maybe you got hit in the head playing a sport. But attacks 
go against what we call the dermal layer. The dermis skin and the epidermis skin are all part of what we call the old mesoderm. Now, the protective mechanism of the skin, of the dermis, is to produce the sebaceous glands, oil glands, the sweat glands are in the dermis, and also there's heavy amounts of melanocytes, melanocytes creating melanin, right? Melanin is there to protect us from UV, excessive UV. Melanin is found in the eyes, it's found in certain sexual organs. Melanin or melatonin is created and this melanin is found all over the system. What does it mean for acne? Whenever we go into an attack conflict, if somebody says a harsh word or says something that's very mean to you, the body responds as though, okay, this is an attack on me through words. At times, the brain may not be able to differentiate an attack something coming at me, a force coming at me between that type of attack or an actual attack from, let's say, a physical idea of something hitting you or from the sun hitting you. It's an attack. And the brain presents itself saying, this is an attack on me. What does your body do whenever it gets hit or smacked or hit with a fist? It bruises up. It creates more melanin at the site of the injury. And so you have different colors at the area. Melanin helps heal. When you go outside and get too much sun, melanin is called upon to increase the amount of melanin in the skin so that you don't absorb too much UV. When you get attacked, your body at the area of the face could be producing more melanin because the melatonin, the melanin, the area in the skin is creating hyperpigmentation as a response to an injury, to an attack. Also, they call it a soiled activity. It's like, so if you feel like something is soiled, like even the look of acne can make you feel like, oh, that's dirty, that's soiled. That can create a program in the body and keep that program circulating in the body. And this can cause that area underneath the skin to keep producing excessive pigmentation in a, in a defense mechanism. And this can disrupt the sebaceous glands. It can disrupt the sweat glands. It can cause them to get clogged up. It can cause them to go into a defensive mode. And so you start to get the buildup of acne with bacteria and pustules. So if you think that the look of the acne is soiled, you can also look at it this way. Touching something that feels dirty or being in contact with somebody who's mean to you that feels dirty or soiled. They are a dirty or they're not a good person to me because of their harsh words. So there is this defense mechanism changing the terrain of your skin, changing the dermal layer, changing the epidermis layer, changing the ability of your skin to actually clean out the oils, the excessive oils, and also to clean out the sweat glands. You need to recognize if there is bullying or if there's any type of trauma or if there's any type of nasty words or attacks on your life when you're young. If you had this, you know, you wanted your presentation to be nice when you're a young kid or you had, you know, like probably somebody saying that your your look was not good enough. Because most time, most of the time they always say, oh, it's just hormonal because hormones do contribute to sebaceous glands, which I agree and hormones are response to what? Our thinking and our thoughts. So our hormones change just because of the stress we're in, and it can change our skin, definitely. In this podcast, I just want you to look at how the emotions affect the hormones and affect your psychology to create that the pustule. So everybody says it's all hormonal, but why is it that some kids go through their life, their teen years, and they don't ever have a mark? They have no acne. None. Clear skin. We often associate it, yes, 
with the digestive tract. There could be foods that are not getting out of the system. And I agree, that's a big marker too. So I've not forgotten that. There could be infections and there could be toxic overload of heavy metals, preservatives, high amounts of refined sugars. There could be trans fats. There could be high amounts of these toxic material within our food sources or if we're just eating too much of one type of food source like a, a protein or a carb that putrefies because our body's not geared to get rid of it in a good, efficient way. Can I do it? Yes. But when we're talking about that defense mechanism, we want to look at the pattern. So why would it pick your cheeks? Why would it pick your forehead? Why would it pick the chin? So if the attack is coming in, the one thing that I always say is you have to look at the pattern. That will tell you which organ is trying to handle the stress. Is trying to handle the harsh words. If you find that it's in the lower cheek, then I would look into the large intestine. And the large intestine in Chinese medicine has to do with grief. It has to do with your you being controlled by somebody else. It has that uh, is something in your life like was so hard on you, so grieving to you that you could not let it go. You're trying to. It's something that you see as not healthy for your life. It's dirty to you and you're like, I want to expel it from my body. So grief, complete depression or sadness can be, be getting controlled by somebody or something else. And so that large intestine area, which is around the corners of the nose down here, starts to get a breakout because that chi, that energy gets stagnated around the large intestine. And that large intestine starts to get inflamed. And in response to the stress, the large intestine starts to grow, trying to create more strength to help expel not only the, the programming, but it's also like, let's get some of this stuff out. It, it's trying to delineate, is this all emotional or is it just physical? It may not even know which one it is. It's just trying to get all the toxins out of your body. So the large intestine will start to swell, and then your body starts to rebalance, saying, okay, large intestine, I'm grieving, I'm sad. I recognize it. Then it wants to flush. It wants to get out of swelling. It wants to decompress. But this whole mechanism of the expansion and swelling and the pushing out of the toxin is going to cause energy stagnation at times. And this will cause a backup in the large intestine meridian. And that large intestine 20 is on the edge of the nose. So that energy is trying to get up the arm. That's a large intestine meridian going up the arm and going up into the shoulder, through the shoulder, up to the nose. So you'll have acne that could be going up through that whole area. A big one's like on the back of the arms. Many people say, I have backup and breakouts in the back of my arm. What is that? I often say it's small intestine because that's where near the small intestine meridian. So there could be small intestine bacterial overgrowth or SIBO or yeast, but there could also be that emotional fatigue or the small intestine, somebody's attacking you, but it's triggering the small intestine meridian. Small intestine being about being able to assimilate, to actually ab absorb things. Can I actually make sense of this? Or feeling really depleted because you're not getting the energy from the food you absorb through your small intestine. So looking at the breakouts or the bumps on the back of the arm can give me an indication that the small intestine is occurring. But acne, remember, is associated many times with being attacked Verbal, mental, physical abuse. Being around people that are not really that healthy for you or something that's not healthy for you. So when you take that, you know that there could be that mechanism triggering the emotions that are being processed by organs or trying to be processed. 
So, you know, we have liver and gallbladder with liver, anger, and resentment. We have the kidney and bladder for fear and feeling paralyzed like I can't move forward. You have the stomach and spleen being worry and pensiveness and over-concern. Lung, large intestine are two organs that produce uh, or help metabolize the um, the grief, the sadness, the crying, the OCD tendencies. And then you have the uh, thyroid and the adrenals and the heart, which are all fire elements that have to do with depletion or joy or happiness or the loss of joy and happiness. So if something's attacked you in that area of your life, it could cause those organs to be what? Imbalanced. And that can show on your face. One thing I got to remember to tell you is that with the organ imbalances, with the heart, like the heart and the pericardium, that's always represented by the tip of the nose and even the tongue. So if people have sometimes breakouts or a pimple at the very edge of the nose, they have a really red nose or a really red tip of the tongue. That would tell me that there's infections of the heart. When patients come in, they have a really red edge of the nose. I always say I get a little breakout or I get a rash or a viral infection like a herpes virus there. I usually say that that's probably an indication that there's viral infections in the heart. That's how I assimilate. So you always look at the organ spot on the face and then you say, okay, that area is infected. And now since that's infected or there's emotional imbalance, I know that's not only just topical cleansing, which helps. I love topical cleansing, but we have to make sure that we go through and we start to look at those organs and balance them to clean them out. And how do you do that? Whenever you see that area, I always say that you use acupressure or acupuncture to start off or find a practitioner who does acupressure, acupuncture. And if you're yourself, I, I use a book by Deborah Bleeker, B-L-E-E-C-K-E-R. And it's called um, uh, Acupuncture Handbook. And what I do is whenever I find the area on the face that actually has uh, a breakout and I go, oh, that's the liver point or that's the bladder point. Um, I go through and I look at those areas on the book and I go or in the book and I go to the major points. I always look up, even if you research on the Internet, say, what are the major points on the bladder meridian? And I go and press those points and see if they're tender or go to a Chinese medicine practitioner and get it needled. My good friend, Bill, Agil Banami, is a really great friend of mine, and he does that for me. And so uh, Josh Axe, Dr. Axe, he's he him. Gil and I always have great conversations because we always are talking about like the chi and the energy and the blood flow, how it stagnates, but it tells us what's going on in our emotions. And I guarantee you when you start pressing the points, like let's say for the bladder meridian, you'll start experiencing dreams and thoughts, these ideas of, oh man, I feel paralyzed. I feel stuck in life. I feel fearful. It will cause that emotion to come to the surface. So look at the place on the face. You can get a book like the Acupuncture Handbook. You could go to an acupuncturist, start getting those organs needled, find out which herbs in Chinese medicine are there to help stimulate or heal that organ. Ask your primary care physician if you have really difficult questions, but you can ask them and see what would strengthen the kidney. So you want to find the herbals that help strengthen the kidneys. For example, if the kidney or the bladder was the problem, I use a herb called Uva Ursi, U-V-A-U-R-S-I. Uva Ursi Supreme is a good one, but it's known in Chinese medicine to help with kidney infections and kidney stones. So you find the herbal or the nutrients like the vitamin or supplement that would actually help energize or restore the organ. So you can do topical cleansing. But you want to look at the points, find the points, see if they're tender, get, start treating them, start finding herbs or supplements that correspond to the organ. 
start to use those supplements, even if you have to get a functional practitioner, functional medicine practitioner, or a kinesiologist, or a holistic practitioner to look at your supplements and say, these are the things you need to help with that organ. And that will stimulate the organ and help it heal. And you'll start to release the emotions and maybe recognize when you were attacked or when you were verbally attacked or any type of attack or you felt defensive. And then you want to start to do the things that would create patterns and habits in your life that would actually nourish that organ that's being presented on the face. For instance, when I look at the kidneys or if I look at the bladder, I would say that Right at the time is 5 to 7 p.m. 3 to 5 p.m. is going to be your bladder. 5 to 7 p.m. is going to be the kidney time. You want to nourish them. You want to rest them. You want to have time with your family or with just alone time. You want to be able to do what we call respite. You want to create activities that keep you, like, help nourish them so that you can face your fears. So if you're a fearful personality, you want to do activities that bring joy and happiness that reduce fears. You want to do those things to create the habits that do what a very healthy balance of the fears or the emotion that you're experiencing with that injured organ. I also say eat with the organs and with what they need. For instance, the kidney and the bladder, they need foods that have certain amounts of salt in them because your kidneys help balance the salt levels in your body. You want to eat foods that are blue in color and purple, like eggplant or blueberries or blackberries. You want to eat leafy greens that are purple if it's associated with the kidney. These are all steps. You eat with the season. You eat for your element type. So you can research online like what foods are good for this, quote, organ, whatever it is, in Chinese medicine. And you can get a list of which foods would be very nourishing to that organ. What are the activities that would help you reduce fears? What are the things you could do for the kidneys? You can go outside and ground. Literally, go out and ground. Take your shoes off and ground. The kidneys have everything to do with the, the hip flexors. You can do hip flexor exercises and stretching to help bring more blood flow to the kidneys. Or let's say it was a heart. Do more exercise to bring more blood flow to the heart that heals the heart. Do more herbs like Dan Shen, D-A-N-S-H-E-N. Or using uh, Dan Shen or I like Hemogard Supreme. Those things help heal the heart. Hawthornberry. Those are the things that you would start to look into. The herbs plus the nutrition and how to eat. And the daily practice is to heal the organ. So you do that and you start cleansing. Don't try to say, I'm going to kill, kill, kill all the infections, but I want to heal the organ. And as the organ heals, it feels repaired. And it's like, okay, I don't have to worry about um, this emotion causing the program to kick back in where I have a defense mode build up. And then there's issues with my skin and there's a buildup of infection. Release that emotion. Doing the steps we talk about, you can actually do extra emotional work like EFT tapping, which is a very hands-on, easy thing to do, but it works so well. Learn EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique Tapping, and learn how to tap and learn which areas. They call them beginning and ending points. Find the points on the body. You can do the tapping, but you can find out which organ is causing the emotional problem just from the patterns on your face. So I'm going to send a couple of slides over to the team, and they could put that in the show notes, and you can see which emotions are with which organ. And you can get a face map to show you, uh, like a little adjunct on there to show you what is um, the part of the face that is giving you the idea of which organ is stagnant. Yes, do your topical cleansing. It's working. It's great. It's awesome. I love companies that do really good cleansing. And I think with this to adjunct what we talked about today would help you find out why your acne is there in the first place. 
He has cleanse, 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 but also repair the emotions. Guys, I hope this has been a good podcast for you. And if you guys want more information, please hit us up with some comments. If you like this episode, just like and subscribe. Let us know what you think. And from all of us here at the Ancient Health Podcast, until next time, have a great day and we'll talk soon. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.